This podcast contains a lot of profanity and some touchy subject matter. If that's upsetting or triggering, you should immediately text your mom and ask her why she raised such a pretty unicorn princess. Welcome back to the podcast, folks. I'm your co-host, Eric Johnson, and sitting across from me is the man that taped Larry Luster's butt cheeks together, Rodney Smith. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. We are lost somewhere in the buckle of the Bible belt, but safe in the warm embrace of the Southern Fried Third Eye Studio, you have found the Swollen Goat Podcast. Eric, we have been heard in 14 different countries so far. The U.S., Nigeria, Ireland, Canada... UK, Belgium, Norway, Mexico, Germany, Vietnam, Japan, India, the Czech Republic, and the U.S. minor outlying islands. Thank you to all the he's and she's and they's that are listening up there. The opinions expressed in this podcast are the opinions of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Southern Fried Third Eye Studios. This podcast can sometimes be satirical in nature, and you can feel secure taking everything we say as completely unverified and undeniable fact. There is natural selection going on in today's world. Oh, we're being picked off. Yeah. Yeah. And we found some stories today of some people who who need to be culled from the herd, I believe. Yeah, uh, but they didn't. All of these uh, little folks end up living. They yeah, just, not, not but all. they're going to die soon with these type of actions. Yeah, if they keep doing this kind of thing, they're going to die. The first one comes from Scotland. A 22-year-old Scottish man was left in a coma after his testicles were ripped off and eaten by his bulldog. His bulldog's name was Biggie Smalls, by the way. He had apparently smeared his crotch in peanut butter. A friend of the owner described Biggie as an absolute angel. I'm sure he is until you put peanut butter. <laughs> what the hell was he thinking, Eric? Well, I don't know exactly, but I would think it was kind of a sexual thing, maybe. Okay. Maybe not with the dog, but maybe there was another human, hopefully, involved. A peanut butter loving human that was just out of the room. But he ran into the kitchen to spread the peanut butter. Yeah. And the dog was asleep on the sofa. <laughs> and saw his snack going by because maybe that's what happened to the fella. It could have been. It could have been. A friend told the Daily Record, Biggie is such a nice dag. He isn't aggressive or anything. He's fine with other dags. Just not bollocks, apparently. And loves having his belly rubbed. You've had English Bulldogs. <laughs> Love them. That's my favorite. What was your dog's name? Mr. Pig. Mr. Pig. Mr. Buddy that's right. Pig. Mr. Buddy Pig. All the times you smeared peanut butter on your junk. No, now it makes me sit there and think how many times, you know, I'm taking a shower and there's, he's laying on the damn uh, rug, you know, and I had never walked around nude around that fucking dog ever, (laughs) but I did not have peanut butter on me. He walks naked around his dog. What a pervert. (laughs) I don't think my dog's ever seen me with clothes on. (laughs) That's a pervert. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we've got one from uh, Shelbyville, Indiana. Rodney, a chicken from Shelbyville in Indiana was transported to the hospital in critical condition with an extremely agitated farmer stuck on his head. So uh, around 11.30 p.m., Shelby County paramedics were called to answer a medical emergency concerning a serious accident involving a farm animal. 
Upon arriving on the site, they found 57-year-old Christopher Adams really drunk, bloodied, and naked on the hen house floor with a loudly clucking five-pound chicken sticking out of the farmer's pooper. Paramedics briefly tried to remove the very unhappy bird from its uncomfortable position, but couldn't, so they transported the bird and the farmer to the local hospital. Do you think they like put him on a stretcher and put a blanket over him? Uh, like, he's, like he's on his stomach. He's, yeah, yeah, he's on his stomach. His knees are in. He's kind of like uh, like a fetal position, but on his knees. Yeah, on his knees. And the and the sheet is flapping around because there's a bird stuck. There's in a his bird, ass. and there's probably a, a, a paramedic with the, with, with, the, with the sheet over his head looking there. Are you hanging there? Was he? Mouth to mouth to the chicken, possibly giving the oxygen to the chicken. I mean, the well, whole thing. Head, the chicken's head was up his ass. Surely he was holding the bird from moving around. How did that guy know that he could shove that five pound chicken up his ass? The question is why you thought you needed to do that. It's, it's one of those things. It's a fetish, or maybe a fetish you sort of uh, watched a YouTube yeah, video. Yeah, maybe shove you chicken up your ass. Maybe you should have de-beaked the chicken before you did that. I mean, Look, God it's bless. the claws. It's the claw. According to Dr. Aurelius Thomas, who extracted the bird after an extremely delicate seven-hour surgical intervention, seven-hour surgery to get a bird. How does that bird survive? I mean, do they got a little mask on him up there? This is super cock. Both the man and the animal would have died if they had waited any longer. The chicken was finally extracted around 7.30 in the morning, suffering only minor physical injuries from its ordeal. I bet that chicken had PTSD, like, really bad. This is an angry chicken. Let's see. Wouldn't you be? <laughs> that man's wife. Let's just say he's married. Yeah. And he's getting. Or was married. Was. And there's the phone call. There's been an accident at the farm. Come to the hospital. I slipped and fell on a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to go with that? I mean, is he going to own that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of owning things that you do, but I don't know about that one. I I feel sorry. The chicken probably has had it done to him before. He saw him coming. That chicken. Oh shit! He's gonna ram my ass again up in here. Not again. But the wife probably goes. I didn't know this was going on. I am shocked. But was she the one that helped shove it up in there? She I don't know how one person. Could, how could well, she, yeah, she she probably was because how else would somebody call nine one one? But this chicken was trying to get out of there because uh, this man had to have some stitches. I imagine. Oh yeah, Mr. Adams necessitated seven blood transfusions and more than seven hundred and eighty stitches to his intestines. That chicken fucked him Good up. Good lord! That chicken fucked him up. Well, the good thing is the ASPCA has taken the chicken into custody for the duration of the investigation, which is ongoing. So they're going to keep this they're creature ready for court, for court cases. This going crazy to be ass bird that is just scarred for life. <laughs> <laughs> the ASPCA is going to try to, you know, adopt this chicken out. I guess. I mean, what do you tell them? Do you do you mention the fact that this chicken is traumatized because he has seen the inside of a human intestine? I think I would go with, or was used as a sex toy. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> oh, God, that's a crazy one. Well, you know he's a deacon at a church. Oh, yeah. The whole church. Put Warren on your prayer list. Oh, Lord, what happened? A chicken just jumped in his asshole. <laughs> so this is what will happen. He here. slipped and fell on a chicken. Again. Again. <laughs> How many times happened a dozen times last 10 years? That's what we're living in, people.
Orange County Justice of the Peace Rodney Price told CNN affiliate KFDM that a Mr. Woodward ignored verbal warnings and posted no swimming alligator sign and seemed to mock the deadly creatures before going into the water. This is Florida man stuff. Florida man stuff. But he removed his shirt and removed his billfold and someone shouted a warning and he said, fuck the alligators and jumped into the water. That's Florida man. Yeah. And he uh, immediately began yelling for help. Now, when he said, fuck the alligators, do you think he was going to, because this one guy's fucking a chicken. We got the one guy with the dog. (laughs) I'm seeing a problem here with maybe some fetishes, but was he going to go there and fuck a gator? There is a pattern. Uh, ballsy guy fucked the gators and jumped in and they started attacking him immediately just like sharks i think alcohol had to be involved in this uh, ah, maybe not there's some stupid ass people out there or he was on a first date with a like a 10 and you know he's like a six and he knows he well, got that's how you impress women <laughs> you jump in a pond I'm full of alligators male, motherfucker fuck the alligator witnesses heard someone say an alligator got him Bystanders extracted the man from the alligator and dragged him to shore. He was taken to the local hospital, fined for ignoring the signs, and sent home. So, uh, tell us about some sexual deaths and uh, injuries. Well, in 2007, a couple from South Carolina fell to their deaths after having sex on the roof of the office building. What? We've all thought about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we have. Let's go on top of the Western Auto. Let's make out. The bodies of Brent Tyler and Chelsea Tumbleston, both 21, were found by a taxi driver in the middle of an empty street at 5 a.m. The couple's clothes were found on the roof of a nearby building where authorities believed they fell mid-romp. Imagine in Vegas all this crazy shit happens they don't ever tell us about. People oh, you the know there's people do that. Can you, you know people are fucking up against those windows and go through the windows. It can happen. It happens. It happens. It's rough. But uh, they were 21, so that's probably the real reason. They were very aggressive, been doing some Jaegers. <laughs> you know, he didn't know she was clumsy, apparently. So, why you got to have, you know, women that are athletic when you're going to go outside and do these outdoor adventures? Here's one The ones you love are often the ones that hurt you. This, what? Yeah, that's what it says. This rings true for Joy, a 50-year-old Japanese man who was crushed to death by his six-ton porn stash. Six tons. This was not recent, apparently, because who has... I mean, this either had to be on DVD or VHS. No, this shit's like whatever from the 60s and 70s. Now it'd be like, my thumb drive fell on my head. I don't even think if you took all the porn I've collected my entire life, whatever... It might not even be in a 10-pound storage tub. Well, this guy had six tons. We'll say it's DVDs. He had six tons of DVDs. It's unknown whether Joy died from a heart attack and then fell into the stack of porn or whether his huge porn collection was what killed him. Cleaners found his body under a huge pile of pornos when they went to tidy up his apartment. Damn, I'd hate to be found that way. All right, what about... Here's one. This is pretty grisly. A Zimbabwean news website reported that a couple were attacked by a lion after having sex in the bush in 2013. That could mean more than one thing, but go ahead. Yeah, it could. Let's go. Let's dig deeper. Oh, damn. Right when we hit that, when the lion ate Sharia Maria, her unidentified male partner managed to escape the scene uninjured wearing only a condom. I think the boy may have 
threw her ass to the to the wolf on this, don't you? Yeah, I think he saw her coming. She was on top. He saw the lion coming and just pushed chunk, her off. Chucked her <laughs> into <laughs> the lion. <laughs> uh, but how did the condom stay on him? I he may have. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure he was erect when he tossed her. It's gone, buddy. When I see a goddamn line, it's gone. Everything's gone. I'm like, I'm gone. Oh, my Lord. So, uh, after notifying the police, they returned to the scene to find the woman's mauled remains. And this guy's still running through the bush with a condom hanging off his junk. <laughs> he left Screaming. Her. He didn't say, I beat him off. I mean, I'd make up. I tried my best. I fought them. I fought the beast to the end. Yeah. Just hit yourself a stick. He got me a couple of times, but I did my best. Poor woman. Here's one. A 51-year-old woman killed her partner after crushing him with her breasts. You know, a dream. Pe- people say, you know, if I want to, if I'm going to die, you know, I want to die having sex or I want to die being smothered by boobs or, you know, I, you've heard people say that. I don't think that would be that great, actually. <laughs> no, I, I would not want to die. I don't want to die at all. Get suffocation from yeah, the I don't want to be act. suffocated by huge boobs. Donna Lang, 51, smothered her man to death inside a mobile home while intoxicated. I would have never thought that. Never. No. No. She told police she didn't know how it happened. A witness, first of all, a witness was watching this. Well, you have to have somebody record, you know, because they're probably putting this thing up on what? TikTok or something. They may have been TikToking, yeah. yeah. The witness claimed he saw her crush him with her boobs. This is a true story. Apparently, it was on the internet. <laughs> and we know it's all true. Yeah, we know it's true. I mean, you have built this whole empire around the internet and <laughs> what truths it gives us. Okay. So, uh, anyway, we're going to go back here with these man with the boobs. Uh, I wonder if this was another one of those fetish things to fetish or not to fetish, Eric. It could be. That is an upcoming episode, fetish or not to fetish. Look out for that. But, yeah, he could have been one of those guys. You know, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people. I keep saying a lot of people. But uh, some people do like being smushed. Have you ever seen that? Heard of that? Uh, would you call it squashing? Squash. I guess it would be squashing. squashing. I know. I know. I've seen a fetish once where people like to watch bugs being squashed by women's feet. Have you ever seen that? No. Yeah. It's a, You can look at it on YouTube. I didn't do that. I heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a thing. Um, a lot of so this may be a thing. This may be like little guys like being like to be squashed by big guys. I mean, big girls like they're in their mom's bosom and yeah. they're and you hold them in tight and then they can't breathe. Yeah, like they're going back to the womb or something. Who knows? People, we have got to work on our sexual problems. When we got chicken stuffing, we've got booby smashing, we've got peanut butter rubbing, we got people falling off buildings, <sighs> we got people. Throwing women to the lions. Well, see, by this reading, this, I feel so good about myself today. I'm like, I'm not them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do no lot. I am but, a uh, missionary all the way. This is insane. Oh, well, dying from the death of the sex. Okay. All right, folks, we're going to take a break. But when we return, we will find out what happens when you have an orgy that lasts for 12 hours. Oh, my, Eric. In 
2009, a Russian man died after completing a 12-hour orgy with his female friends who bet that he couldn't have sex for half a day straight. <laughs> He's got two female friends that said, I bet you can't have sex with us for 12 hours straight. And he said, I'll take that bet. He did. He did. I wished he wouldn't have because nope. uh, it looks like the poor man died of a heart attack. Uh, yeah, he took a shit ton of Viagra. Did it ever say how many? So we'll know is uh, one's too many. It just says a huge amount of Viagra. So you'd say probably he's taking one every hour. And it caused him to have a heart attack. Oh, yeah. I think, I don't, well, it's 12 hours. Yeah, he's probably taking one every hour, I bet. So say 12. Surely he didn't take them all at one time. That would have killed him. He may have been getting close to the 12-hour mark, took a couple of extra just to push him across the finish line. But to prove this point, that is, <laughs> that is fucked up. 12 hours. 12 hours. I mean, that. Your skin's raw. I was fixing to say, that's that's some Skin chafing broke. going on, I would think. Oh, definitely 12 hours. You know, I'm a, I like it, but damn, not 12 hours no, straight. I don't like anything for 12 hours straight. Nothing. Oh. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. nothing. Even sleeping, it'd be too long. Yeah, I can't even can't sleep 12 that. hours. That'd drive me insane. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Sergei <laughs> Tuganov was his name. Cool name. Tuganov. Tuganov. Tuganov? Tuganov. That sounds a little made up. Tugging off. A police officer died while having a threesome with his wife and another man in 2008. 31-year-old William Martinez's widow then proceeded to sue her former husband's doctor for not warning him against having sex. She won the court case and took him for approximately $3 million. Holy shit. Yep. There's more. Tell me more. Isadora Duncan, do you remember her? I do not. I don't remember her either, but apparently she was a famous dancer who was fond of long scarves. Oh, it's a fetish. Yeah. She was wearing it while in a convertible and riding down the road when it got caught in the hubcap of her car. Damn it, son. One day in September 1927, Duncan was learning to drive her brand new convertible. She leaned back and her scarf got tangled, tightening around her neck and dragging her from the seat onto the road. Oh, shit. She was D-E-D -D right She there. got fucking slapped to the ground by that, didn't she? She did. She got uh, slapped Any of us guys who have had a trailer and didn't have the little belt fastened down or the rope, you know, it gets underneath the back wheel of a yes. trailer, this is what happened to this woman. So that's what happens oh, today. That's it's so fucking real. That's nasty. Fuck yeah, it's nasty. Yank, yanked her straight out God of the driver's yeah, seat. did. Slapped her on the ground. Could you imagine she's there and you're where do you want to go to that, baby? Well, we got it. She's gone. <laughs> I think we ran over something. Baby, baby. Bless her heart. Baby? And that was in the 1920s, so they really didn't have a whole lot of, you know, thinking, oh, that you don't want that shit to happen. No. Mm -mm. But she's been around buggies to know. You didn't let your goddamn scarf get around her wagon wheel. You know a lot of people died from that shit. Sure they did. She was just famous. That's why we knew this. <laughs> That's why we have this drink for you there, Miss, uh, what was her name? Martin. Isadora Duncan. Isadora. That's a great name. Have you ever ridden a Segway? No, uh, I don't believe I have. You know what it is, though. Yeah, it's one of those things you stood up on the ride. Do you remember when those things first came out? Um, what, in the 90s? Yeah, but when they came out, it was this huge deal. It was supposed to be something that took over the market and it, they built it up and built it up and built it up and then when it came out people were like okay it's like a scooter basically yeah. it was like a huge letdown but they did really well 
Well, in 2010, less than a year after purchasing the company, Jim Helseldon was riding a Segway near the home in Yorkshire, England. He actually drove the Segway off a 30-foot cliff to his death. So the guy that bought the Segway didn't know how to ride it, and he rode it off a cliff and killed himself. Son of a bitch. He would have never thought he bought the company that was going to kill him. Yeah. Now, that had to hurt sales. You think? When this got out. When's the last time you've seen a Segway? Uh, 2010. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think I saw a police officer riding like a modified Segway in the Atlanta airport. They would be good at an airport, yeah. especially with uh, or mall security things. Where mm-hmm. yeah, I can see that. But did Paul Blart them. Mall Cop ride one of those? I believe he did. Now thinking back <laughs> at it, I believe he did, and they would fuck with you if they did. So you know you can't do that. No, no. Ride a horse. Just throw ride a, a fucking Clydesdale. Kick him in the face. <laughs> Oh, man, that'd be cool if police officers rode Clydesdale and wore wore armor. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Be like, okay, I'm leaving. (laughs) Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm with you. In 1995, Joe Buddy Kane, JBC to his friends, (laughs) age 35, died after a drinking session led to a game of Catch the Rattlesnake. We've all been there. I know. I'm like, hey, we're going to play here in just a little bit. I got (laughs) copperheads today. Kane and her friend were tossing the reptile between them when it unsurprisingly retaliated and bit one of them. Who'd have thought that would happen? Fuck, made him mad. His friend survived, but Kane died. A report in the Tuscaloosa News in 1995 read, The two were intoxicated when they found the snake and began playing with it. The two would catch the snake by the tail, let it go, and catch it again. Uh, it said Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So we're thinking uh, college students, possibly? You think? Also related to snakes, Jamie Coots, a third-generation snake-handling Pentecostal preacher, died Saturday night after being bitten by one of his serpents. Coots, known for handling poisonous rattlesnakes and featured on the National Geographic reality series Snake Salvation, was bitten on his right hand and died in his home after refusing medical treatment. NPR's John Burnett tells the newscast unit, Coots was a pastor at the Full Gospel Tabernacle in Jesus' name in Middleton, Kentucky. The, the name of the church was Gospel Tabernacle the, in Jesus' name? It's the Full Gospel Tabernacle in Jesus' name. The F-G-T-J-N. God, they were very descriptive. No wonder the snake bit the ass. He did. He told NPR last year he'd been bitten nine times in 22 years. Each time, he believed, he recovered through the faith healing. Coots continued to handle snakes and said, because it's in the book of Matthew is the reason I do this. Well, bless his heart that he interpreted it that way. Yeah. If the Bible says you can do it, I suppose you can do it. Take Until up you can't. <laughs> Nine times, this yeah. man. Mm-mm. I feel in my heart because God opened it up to me. If I stopped taking up serpents, I would die and go to hell, Coots told NPR at the time. It is in the Bible, and we tell people because it's in the Bible, you must believe it. Genius. Genius. What a fantastic way to live your life if it's in the Bible. If it's in the Bible, do it. So I'm going to go catch 200 foxes and grab them by the tail and wrap them together Uh and uh, set them on fire and set the Philistines' crops on fire. Excellent. And I know that God's going to award me 20 years to be ruler. Yeah. If I pull this off. So, I'm going to yeah. go sacrifice a sibling and hope he stops me right before I do it. 
Yeah, because it's in the Bible. This is where we have some. I wonder if our other people here, how many religious people we had. We had the chicken fucker, okay? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how religious, but I'm, I'm thinking he's probably a deacon. I bet he said holy shit a couple of times. Oh, I, oh, yeah. you, oh, it, you, damn. I'm going, I still have a picture of my mind of thinking of how did he get this chicken in there. <laughs> and uh, this I think. A, since we're going back to the chicken, I think he just happened to be naked in the hen house. Just happened to be. This chicken was standing at attention for some reason, stiff as a board, like a military chicken. And he slipped and fell on this chicken. Like, like he was training to be on a weather vane. Yes. In a, we're going to be real stiff. Be a hard cock. And the guy fell and... That's the only way, because that chicken would have to be really tightened up for him to get up there. Unless this guy had a really big pooper. What's what's sad is is we're spending this much time trying to figure out how to get a chicken up somebody's ass. An Australian kung fu master told his class in 1996 that they were good enough to take on lines. Stop right there. <laughs> I know I've got to. I love this guy. This motherfucker. <laughs> oh shit! You take on lion. <laughs> you I do. show you how to defeat lion. <laughs> this even went wrong right from there. No wait, he's Australian. Oi. <laughs> Oi. Oi, mate. Take on the lion. Show you how to take on that fucking lion. <laughs> We're doing voices today. Uh, an Australian kung fu master told his class in 1996 that they were good enough to take on lion. This encouragement was not supposed to be taken literally. <laughs> One student took the words to heart and headed to the local zoo. Many shocked zoo visitors reportedly saw the ensuing fight, but we'll leave the details up to your imagination. I'm going to say one. Think he did? I think he karate chopped the line. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't see no god. <laughs> oh, I don't see uh, what's the uh, Dan? Was it Daniel? I don't see a Daniel store here for this boy. Was it Daniel's son? I like to think he won. Here's a good one homemade bungee jumping cord. This guy is he is a Darwin Award guy. Yeah. So, first, there's this brave young guy who used tape to fix two different bungee cords together and then cut them to measure the exact height of the bridge he wanted to jump from. So, Exact height. There's where the problem is. So he was like 75 feet above the ground. He goes, okay, I'm going to need 75 foot of bungee cord. I'm going to tape this shit together. Watch this. Hold my beer. <laughs> you know how you, how you measure with your, your hands? You pull out a yard. Yeah. That's and the, he's counting out to 75. Yeah, I got That's this. one yard, two yards. Yeah. All right. So he tied the cord to the bumper of his car, and into the abyss he jumped, forgetting that bungee cords are designed to stretch. Son of a bitch. He should have stopped at, what, about 40 feet? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe 30 for the cord? Yeah. It's not really that far to be jumping. I mean, 75 feet, but, I mean, this so much hit hard. <laughs> you know, you, yeah. you, I think you, this you is think? another IQ situation. Like a double-digit IQ number. Wouldn't you make up something with a weight or something to know, hey, that's how far Yeah, go you would down. think you would throw your little brother off or something first. Because it really just didn't the length. we got to yeah. take the weight in. And if this guy weighed 200 pounds, he well, might only need 30 feet. That's when at 30, he's going to bounce. That's math, though. Fuck Who's it. got time for math? Nobody. We don't. Apparently, he doesn't not. anymore. Bless his heart. Eric, there was a Iraqi terrorist. Mr. Kaha Radid. What do you do? How do you, how do you, how do you say the, that name? His name is Kaha. La, 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 la. Um, but he decided to send out a letter in a bomb in 2000. A what? A bomb. Okay. A bomb. Uh, not being the brightest of sparks, he forgot to put enough postage stamps on the letter. 
I don't even like where this is going. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Meaning it came back to the return to center address. Oh, no, he didn't. His career in terrorism ended there. Well, that's probably good. I wonder why. I said, well, they send this bomb back. <laughs> What's wrong with it? All right. This must be my new bomb making stuff. <laughs> Stupid so I can make another bomb. Uh, so he did tear into it, and uh, that's what happened to him. Blessing. Good enough for him. You remember the movie Up? Up the Academy? Nope. Just Up. The cartoon. <laughs> oh, oh, look, something cute. Okay, yeah, the little kid. You yeah. remember how sad the first of that movie was? It was very sad. Ronnie, there was a guy that tried to recreate the scene from Up where the man tied a bunch of balloons to his house and floated, floated his house away. You remember that? Oh, yes. The cartoon? Bless this. So somebody actually... Well, I mean, I, I thought about it when I did see this movie. Yeah. If you could take a lawn chair, how many balloons? Well, you, apparently... It's just a thought. Apparently you can. And he did what we thought we could do. Well, but... What, he really did. He Instead really of just did. thinking about it, he put it into action. His name was Larry Walters. Go, Larry. He didn't die during the stunt... But after attaching 45 weather balloons to an armchair, Larry cut himself loose, thinking he would float about 30 feet above his garden in California. Amazing. Yep. He miscalculated, though, and rose to an elevation of 10,000 feet. He missed that by 9,900 feet, didn't he? He did. Oh, my God. Luckily, he brought an air rifle. He brought a BB gun and uh, started shooting the balloons, reducing his altitude. And here's my question. Why didn't he start doing that before he reached 10,000 feet? It was happening fast, Eric. It was he hap- shot up that fast? I think he shot up there pretty damn fast. I would have got my Red Rider out and started shooting some balloons. Yeah, he'd get in the little uh, jet stream, and he was heading up. He probably the What would that be, like a G-force? He couldn't hold his gun. Because he was going up so fast. Damn. Guess where he came down? A pasture full of cotton. He came down over LAX. Oh, they arrested him. They, they, did have, they, him. they, they Oh, they shocked him. They done it all. Can you <laughs> imagine landing ass. in an airport with a gun? <laughs> <laughs> he got he got tased. Yeah, I'm they sure. put a chicken. I'm his sure ass. he got tased. <laughs> yeah, they put a chicken in him. <laughs> they put a chicken in his ass. So, listeners, Eric and I, we've shared with you some of our, well, what we call podcast glory so thank y'all for thinning the herd and me and eric don't have to know but we do read about your stories where you've thinned yourself and to you (laughs) i say cheers cheers i'm sure that there are millions of other stories just like these but these were some of our favorites and we were glad y'all were here for us to share them with you um if y'all have any stories like this we'd love to hear about them i'm sure we'll do another one of these episodes yeah we'll update on this yeah in the next couple of seasons i'm sure especially our 500th podcast when we get ready to do that that's what we're shooting for yeah 500 or a thousand yeah we may still have the same 13 listeners but hey you're gonna get 500 podcasts yeah and that that means something to us thank you 13 (laughs) listeners yeah we have 14 countries and 13 listeners what if one of our listeners was the chicken guy we have five reviews, and in total, is a five-star rating. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to, to trim down eight hours of podcast into 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, and spend five hours doing it. There you go. Thank you. That's all the blasphemy we have for you this week. Don't forget to rate and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And please don't forget to subscribe to get updates on future plans. Don't forget to take care of yourself, take care of each other, and take care of business, and we will see you next week.
The preceding podcast was made possible by Southern Fried Third Eye Studio, copyright 2022, all rights reserved. <laughs>